Hi there, and welcome to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast, where we talk about partnering with God to grow in our faith. My name's Jeremy, and in this episode, we will be talking about the slow process of faith development in contemplative spaces. But before we get into all that, please take a moment to listen to how you can help support the podcast. I'd like to send a big thank you to all the listeners of the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. You've all been a tremendous blessing as I've gotten encouraging words from you about the podcast. If you're interested in helping to support the podcast, here are a couple of different ways that you can do that. Number one, you can help support us financially. Your support helps to support the time, energy, and resources needed to make the podcast go. You can give financially by going to anchor.fm backslash holy awkward silence. At the top of the page, you will see a button that says support. Click it, and it will allow you to set up monthly contributions. The second way you can help is to share the podcast with your friends. Word of mouth is a great way to help out the podcast grow. You can do so easily by clicking the share button and inviting others to listen to the podcast on your social media feeds. Third, you can help us out by praying. Pray that people will find the podcast, will listen, and will grow in their faith. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to help out the Holy Awkward Silence podcast in whatever way you can. Welcome back to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. Faith formation is uh, it's a slow process. It takes time to develop spiritual maturity. There aren't shortcuts. There's no quick and easy fix that will get you to where you want to go or where you need to go spiritually. The path uh, towards spiritual maturity is slow moving and it requires patience. It must happen at the right speed. If we attempt to accomplish spiritual maturity all at once, we're going to find ourselves in trouble. We're going to find that we have missed something. Therefore, we need to embrace the slow path toward faith formation. And this slow path reminds me of playing a song at the right speed. You may hit all the right notes, but if you play the song too fast or too slow, it's not going to sound right. Sometimes I can be in a rush to get through my daily quiet time with God. I know the value of the discipline of daily quiet time with God. However, I also seem to have a million other things to accomplish. So I rush through my quiet time. I may hit all the right notes by praying or reading my Bible or uh, doing the other spiritual disciplines. But the song, the intentional acknowledgement and rest in God's presence. The song isn't what it should be because I'm playing the right notes at the wrong speed. So then faith building is a lifelong process and it requires daily intentional time on my part to put myself in the position to be more aware of the indwelling presence of Jesus in my life. I've experienced the power of silence with God. I know the value of reading the scriptures every day. The importance of prayer in our relationship with God is immeasurable. 
And I'm acutely aware that God speaks in those unrushed, quiet moments with him. But still, I rush through them as if I have something more important to get to. Now, regular readers of my blog and listeners of the podcast know my love for Henry Nowen. He has been invaluable, invaluable to me in my faith formation. Nowen regularly uh, highlights the need for the quiet disciplines like silence and solitude, like meditating on God's word and contemplative prayer. Nowen says, O Lord, I know now that it is in silence, in a quiet moment, in a forgotten corner, that you will meet me. Call me by name and speak to me a word of peace. It is in my stillest hour that you become the risen Lord to me. Now, I know this to be true. I've experienced it. But still, I rush. And the Holy Spirit has been prompting me of late to slow down. I need to make sure that I hit the right notes at the right speed. I'm reminded that there's no matter more important before me when the day begins than to enter into the rest of God's transforming presence. The author of Psalm 4610 reminds us to take the slow path, to be still, know that he is God. And typically, I can manage some semblance of stillness even if I'm rushing. The problem is that in the moment of stillness, I'm frequently worried about the next thing that I need to do or all the different things that are on my calendar for the day. And I often think that my identity is tied to what I accomplish. However, I need to remember, I think all of us need to remember that in God's eyes, we are so much more than what we produce, create, or process. We are created in his image, and we are valuable apart from everything else. I ask, I act if, or I act as if God will love me more if I do more. But the reality is that it's impossible for him to love me more or less than he already does. But far too often, I fail to live into the truth of that. So what I want to do, what I need to do, is slow down and be more attentive to God in the moment. I want to be less rushed and more focused on God when I enter into my quiet time with him. I want to play the right notes at the right speed, and have this beautiful song. It's not easy with all the things before me that I believe, rightly or wrongly, that I need to accomplish. Sometimes I get in my own way, but that's the path forward. I know the value of the slow path. I've experienced the power of the slow path. Now it's time to walk the slow path. And one of the ways that I believe we can help ourselves on this slow path of faith formation is by the incorporation of going to contemplative spaces, adding that rhythm into our routine. If we hope to, or as um, Richard Foster, uh, the author of Celebration, Celebration of Discipline says, if we hope to move beyond the superficialities of our culture, including our religious culture, we must be willing to go down 
into the recreating silences, into the inner world of contemplation. The truth is many of us are just too busy. And in order to overcome that busyness, uh, in order to sort of drown out the noise that dominates our lives, we need to find a way to create the opposite effect. If noise, if hurry, if busyness leads to stress and frustration, or if it leads to anxiety, then we need to intentionally cultivate and engage with spaces that are quiet, that are restful, and that are peaceful. This can be difficult because our culture tends to value a busy schedule more than a schedule with time dedicated to doing nothing but contemplation. We frequently use our calendars as a badge of honor. Conversations about who's more tired or more stressed are common. It becomes easy to brag about how we manage to do everything on our schedule with little sleep and several cups of coffee. I can't remember the last time I heard someone brag about spending an hour in silence contemplating how God is at work in their lives. Granted, a person who's taking that kind of time with God most likely isn't going to feel the need to brag. However, I think the point remains that our culture tends to value the sacrifice of living an overly busy schedule above living a life that incorporates a lot of quiet and solitude. We need to think about what Jesus did. The gospel writers, Mark and Luke, both highlight Jesus' intentional rhythm of going off alone for prayer. In Mark chapter 1, verse 35, it says, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up and left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. And then in Luke chapter 5, verse 16, it says, But Jesus... Uh, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. We need to create space and time for contemplative prayer, or we're unable to see things as they truly are. We will only ever see them through the lens of our busyness, and we will only ever see ourselves as valuable because of what we produce. Again, Henry Nouwen says, The practice of contemplative prayer reveals to us the true nature of things. It unmasks the illusion of control, the the possessiveness of possessions, and the pretense of the false self. Contemplative prayer can be a very useful tool for our faith development. Finding places to participate in contemplative prayer can be challenging or as challenging as finding time for it. But we need to find those spaces where we can be still, where the noise is is less deafening, to find those places where where we can be by ourselves and we can enter into God's presence without distraction. Contemplative spaces can be a place like the sanctuary of your church or a prayer space in your home that might simply be a comfy chair in a quiet corner of the house or apartment. It may be the entirety of nature. I know some people love to be out in nature. They love to go for walks. Or it could be a retreat center nearby. 
could be a deck or patio in your backyard where you can see the sun rise or set or hear the birds sing. Maybe for you, it's going to a park or going on a quiet drive. A contemplative space is a place where it's quiet and that lends itself to you being able to grapple, to pray, to rest in God's presence. We need to make sure that we incorporate the rhythm of going to these spaces or creating these spaces into our lives to drown out that noise. Here's a couple of of questions for reflection as we think about some of these things that we've talked about. Number one, do you rush through your alone time with God to get to the other things that you feel like you have to accomplish? Number two, Do you believe that if you spend a certain amount of time with God, it will please him and that he will love you more? Number three, how do you define quality time with God? And number four, do you cultivate time for contemplative spaces in your life? If so, where are they? In his book, Along Obedience in the Same Direction, Eugene Peterson says, There's a great market for religious experience in our world. There's little enthusiasm for the patient acquisition of virtue, little inclination to sign up for a long apprenticeship in what earlier generations of Christians called holiness. I tend to agree with him, and I think that this is a reality that we all must grapple with in our own faith formation journey, slowing down and connecting with contemplative spaces can really help us along that journey. Thanks for listening to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. Until next time, may God fill you with peace and hope along the slow path.